This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. I can't imagine anyone today is debating whether or not this is a dynasty. There's just no way. Right? I mean, three and five, back to back, Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame quarterback. They got it all. We're on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. 25-22 victory for the Kansas City Chiefs over the San Francisco 49ers in overtime, second overtime game in NFL history in the Super Bowl. And Patrick Mahomes post game talked about the biggest reason, the culture of the Chiefs, for their success. It's culture, man. I, I got brought into this culture. Alex Smith was leading this team. They had the, the pieces in place, and Coach Reed was the ultimate leader. And I got brought in, and I just kind of try to exemplify that and, and keep pushing to be even better. And that's why in moments like this, we had guys come through, and it, it truly is special. You know, the guys coming through is an interesting one because if you think about all year this year, the the drops from the wide receivers, injuries, obviously, Joe Tooney is an all-pro caliber offensive lineman who's out. They really in the biggest of moments, got the biggest of performances from these guys. All of them. Yeah, but even with that being said, MVS was going the wrong way on the catch he made in overtime. And Chris Jones was hitting his head saying, what are you doing? <laughs> like The guy was going backwards on a catch. If he just gets tackled where he catches the ball, it's a six-yard gain rather than it being a two-yard loss. But Patrick Mahomes is so good that he's able to overcome the mistakes that his teammates make. He's able to overcome the fumble that Isaiah Pacheco had. Like, he's able to even overcome the mistake that he had on the opening drive of the second half. He's so good that he masks all the other deficiencies that you have on that team. And in a salary cap sport, you're going to have warts. That's just the nature of it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you have a quarterback that's good enough to allow your team, your program, to have this level of sustained success – is what puts him in that go talk with Tom Brady. There's nobody else that you can compare him to now, both past or present. You always use the term force multiplier, and Patrick Mahomes certainly is that. Is he the best or the biggest force multiplier you've seen? Yes. Wow. Yes, he's the best, he's, he's the best player I've ever seen. Ever? Ever seen. I played against Tom Brady. He's, he's the best player. Patrick Mahomes is the best player I've ever seen. What's the difference? He's always going to make you wrong as a defense. Always. And and Brady did it with his mind. Brady was so cerebral. And and Brady had a a pretty strong arm. Like, it wasn't the strongest arm, but it was still really strong. Mm -hmm. Like, and he was very efficient with his uh, ability to manipulate the pocket, to extend the down in that way. He was great in that five yard tackle box. But Patrick Mahomes can do it any way that a quarterback is, 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 could possibly do it. Like, he could do it with his legs. He could do it with his arm. He can do it with his mind. He can beat you in every facet of the game. He's just that talented, but he's married that talent with his knowledge base and his football acumen, and that's what makes him so dangerous, and that's what allows the, te- the Chiefs to continue to win at the highest level across several different iterations in terms of roster construction. I think in any way you focus on Mahomes, you underrate another part of him, mm. right? If you're like, oh, he's the smartest guy out there. Well, he is, but he's also the most athletic. Oh, he's the most athletic guy out there, but he's also the smartest out there. He has everything. He has the strongest arm out there. Yeah. Right, but that, that then downplays other – like his accuracy is pretty damn good also, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, he's so good at so many things. I just keep coming back to this idea of goat in waiting, as Smalls has said, because it's such a great way of, of utilizing the, the terminology, the greatest of all time, because it's hard he, – he may be the best player you've ever seen. It's hard to say that he's the greatest quarterback of all time because of the fact that accomplishments aren't there. He's only played seven years, six as a starter. But when you look at him in comparison to other guys – 
It is remarkable. All-time playoff wins. He has more than Terry Bradshaw, John Elway, Peyton Manning, and Steve Young. <laughs> Think about that, right? Yeah. I guess when we have the GOAT conversation, it's like, all right, how does his resume stack up to Tom Brady's resume, right? It's yes. those two guys and then everybody else. I mean, another way to frame the conversation is if you got to win a game, who do you want to have the ball? You want Patrick Mahomes or you want Tom Brady? I, I still want Brady. And, and, and that's fair. And that's fair. I think, I think either way you could have that. I would take Patrick Mahomes. I would take Patrick Mahomes. And he showed you again last night in, at the end of the fourth quarter, less than two minutes to go. I think they had one timeout in the hopper. But he ends up driving the length of the field. They get a crack at the end zone. It is an incomplete pass to Travis Kelsey. They settle for a field goal, play for overtime, and then they get the ball in overtime, and then they march down, and it's a touchdown pass to Miko Harmon on the same call, the, the, the corn dog call that they had where Kadarius Tony scored a touchdown against the Eagles in Super Bowl 57 the year before. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the fact that Patrick Mahomes has that ability to stay poised in the most pressure-packed situations, I think that that is what separates him from pretty much every other quarterback not named Tom Brady in the history of the NFL. That competitive greatness, being at your best when your best is required, it routinely comes out with this dude. No matter what else is around him, you're always going to get that from him. That's going to be the constant for the Kansas City Chiefs. Competitive greatness from Pat Mahomes, he's going to be at his best when his best is required. That's why they went back-to-back Super Bowl champs. Yeah, my favorite stat of the day is heading into overtime last night, Patrick Mahomes 8-2 and two in the postseason when trailing by seven or more points. <laughs> now he's 9-2. and two. <laughs> So I don't want to just live in the moment and say that I would pick Patrick Mahomes over Tom Brady because we are quite literally hours removed from him doing it yet again. But it's hard for me to not think that he is the greatest of all time when in a situation like that. I, I just don't... I don't know what else we can see from this guy other than just to add more rings. Like what? that's it. That's that's all you're waiting on. That, that you know that's what, I mean? what it that's what it's come down to now. Yeah. It's just about adding rings. He's and done we're it in on this, the road. We're He's in this ring culture. It's like all right, if you're gonna be the goat, you gotta have the ring count. It's gotta stack up. We didn't do that 30 years ago, but we're doing it now. And so that's where sports lives in terms of stacking rings. But that is the only thing, the only thing that's keeping. Patrick Mahomes at number two all time, as opposed to being viewed unanimously as the best to have ever done it. That is the only thing, the number of rings, sheer number of rings. And if we're comparing the two, he's off to a much better start getting there than Tom Brady Well, think about it. Tom Brady has how many? He's got seven championships, and Tom Brady played 23 years. Patrick Mahomes just finished his seventh season. Uh, Think about that. He just finished his seventh. Brady played three times longer than Patrick Mahomes. And Mahomes has got three already. I'm just, I'm just putting, I just, it is, it is wild to think that this guy has been able to get off to that kind of start, but he's that good. And, and I think it makes it hard to contextualize because he's gotten out to this kind of start. It makes it hard to contextualize just how great this guy is. I think there's like two to four other active athletes that have graduated into the, in all sports, that have graduated into the category that he's in where only rings matter, only titles matter. Right, if you think about it, like LeBron James's only titles matter. Steph Curry's probably only titles matter. If we Tiger Woods, only majors matter. If you consider Serena still active in any way, I know she talked retirement, only Grand Slam titles matter. That is the most elite category to graduate into, where nothing that happens individually or during the regular season actually MVPs, whatever. Like honestly, if he wins another MVP, it's icing on the cake. It doesn't matter. In that he's graduated into the single best category that you could be in. Yes, we didn't do this years ago like we do now, but now that we do it, 
that's the best thing you could be a part of. No, I, I hear where you're coming from, but I guess even without the win yesterday, I think that's the only thing we were judging Mahomes on anyway, right? Because there were no contemporaries. He, yes. he had no he had no peers. The only the only reason I say it's different is yesterday, if they lose, he has a 500 record in the Super Bowl. And I, I bet you a lot of people would have gone to that. Well, he doesn't have a winning record in the Super Bowl. You can't compare him to Brady. He lost to Brock Purdy, et cetera, et cetera. But, ring, but rings would have been the only thing that matters anyway. Yeah, right. But I just I, now, and again, this is why you have to still put Brady one in my mind. He could win double the amount that he's won currently. And he's still one short of Brady which is just a remarkable thing. But he's pacing in an amazing way at 28 years old. Yeah, he's pacing to pass him. Yeah, if he's got three in seven, I mean, if he plays 21 years and he, he has it at the same rate, he's going to have nine. Yes. <laughs> so he's pacing to pass Tom Brady. Now, I don't think he's going to play 21 years. How could you project somebody playing that long? But, I mean, if he does and he says that it's his stated goal to have them – the most championships to pass Brady as the GOAT, based on what he's been able to do in winning three Super Bowls in his first six years as a starter, why would we think that he can't do it? I'm not going to think he can't do anything. You're not going to doubt him anymore, are you? No, and I'm also not going to doubt that he could play that long if he chooses to because he's been so durable. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's amazing that we've had back-to-back quarterbacks in the NFL that in their first seven years, six as a starter, have won three Super Bowls with Brady and, and Mahomes. So they, like, they, they actually overlapped. They played against each other, and there's no gap in between these guys. This is not like you know you had Montana and then Brady, right? No. There was a little bit of a gap that we would look at and say there were other great quarterbacks, but not to that level. That's the other part of this, that even if you leave Brady to this side, how many quarterbacks right now would you say are better than Mahomes? Forget Brady for a second. Better slash more accomplished. Because you can compare his accomplishments through seven years, six as a starter, to most guys through 20 not named Brady. Like, is he better than everybody else? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's nobody else. To me, winning yesterday, he passes Joe Montana. Like, it's it, it definitively in my mind, he is the number two quarterback all time. Because, I mean, I get that Joe was 4-0 in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess there's this mystique to being undefeated in a big game. But, I mean, this is different now in the NFL than when Joe Montana played in the 80s and early 90s. Like, there's a, it's a salary cap sport. We have free agency. Like, you know what I'm saying? Joe Montana didn't have to worry about, you know, the core of those dynastic teams being interrupted because guys were defecting. Other organizations were poaching those players. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to worry about that. Patrick Mahomes lost the most explosive receiver the most explosive player in the NFL and Tyreek Hill two years ago, and all he's done is won two championships and gone back-to-back. And there's an MVP in the regular season mixed in there, too. So, like, yeah, I, he's past Montana. Peyton Manning and John Elway and all those other guys were, were, were in after – like, they, they weren't there before yesterday's game. So, it's, it's, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Tom Brady, and there is no one else in that room. Similar to the conversation – around Michael Jordan with LeBron James. It's Mike, it's LeBron, and nobody else in the room. That's that's where Patrick Mahomes is already, and we're talking about him just being six years into being a starter in the NFL. Just as a quick aside to that, I hope that we're properly appreciating his greatness. I know today we're heaping tons of praise on him, but sometimes in the moment it's hard to fully recognize what you're watching in real time and appreciate it. A lot of people are probably sick of the Chiefs winning and they're they're over it in a certain way, but I hope that people are truly appreciating how great Patrick Mahomes is and what we're witnessing. Yeah, it drives me crazy when people are like, 
like sick of the Chiefs? Like what what part of them would you be sick of? Like what what are they doing wrong that you're so like I get it. I'm a Patriots fan. I understand why you'd be sick of the Patriots. The way they carry themselves is not for everyone. What exactly is a turnover? They snatch the, the soul of every team that thinks they're going to win a championship. But, come on. They don't just enemies. beat you. They snatch your soul. But you've got like to the appreciate They want to snatch <laughs> your soul. Like, that, like that's what they're doing every single time. Totally. The 49ers, we got a double-digit lead in the Super Bowl. We can do it. No, you can't. Times two. No, you can't. LOL. Baltimore Ravens, <laughs> we got a top five offense, top five defense. We at home, conference championship. We going to do it. We got the MVP two times. And Lamar Jackson, no. Ain't going to happen for you either. Oh, Josh Allen finally got him in my place in the playoffs, and it's going to be different. Mahomes ain't never played on the road. Doesn't matter. Like, every single – like, you can go through the fan bases. He snatches their soul. The Chiefs snatch their soul. That's why they're going to turn into the team that everybody is rooting against, the team that everybody wants to hate because Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are an immutable force just like gravity. It is inevitable that they will be in the championship rounds. And we all hate it. A lot of people will hate it. Mm-hmm. And it's just what it is. And there's nothing that anybody can do about it. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Telephone number to join the show. Where is Mahomes now all the time? One, two, three. Where are we looking at? Plus, who else's legacy now is right up there with him off of his team? Because you've got two other guys that are going to go to the Hall of Fame. I'm wondering which one you think had a bigger impact on winning these last couple of years in Kansas City. We'll get to that coming up. We're on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Back to back. By the way, shout out to the Kansas City special teams too. Blocked kick, right? As well as, or extra point, excuse me. And then Harrison Butker, unbelievable last night as well. We're Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. So if... Mahomes is number one in terms of, obviously, he's one of the greatest of all time. We know his legacy, etc. Who's number two on the Chiefs in terms of what now they've accomplished historical significance when we're looking at, it's really Andy Reid or Travis Kelsey. When we look at the historical significance of their accomplishments, which one has had a greater career as it relates to their peers as well? I think you'd have to go with Andy Reid because of the 
the totality, the fact that he did it in two places, uh, you know, one what is it, 100 games in Philly and in Kansas City, and he yep. has the Super Bowls. Yep. And that's not to take anything away from Travis Kelsey, who obviously has made his mark in the record books as well. But I just think when you put Andy Reid's career in totality, it's probably him. This is a tough one. That's a tough, this is is a, a tough this one. This is a tough one just because nobody has more career playoff catches than Travis Kelsey. Nobody, not even Jerry Rice. It's like, like that's – that's impressive. Travis Kelsey is three touchdowns away from tying Jerry Rice in career playoff touchdown catches. Like, I just, I, it, it, when you start putting Travis Kelsey's, you know, resume I- into proper perspective, I, I just think his impact in the regular season is noted. I think he's had something like seven or eight straight thousand yard receiving seasons. Like, he, he's an absolute monster in the regular season. But in the postseason, he also shines through. And you know how I, I weight postseason success. Like, having that greatness when, when it's needed the most, that matters to me. So, I would probably say Travis Kelsey winning another Super Bowl puts him higher in the pecking order when it comes to tight ends in the history of the game than Andy Reid when it comes to coaches in the history of the game. Now, nobody's going to argue which position is more important. Head coach is obviously more important than tight end. But in terms of the all-time ranks, I think there's more of a case to be made for Travis Kelsey being the best tight end in NFL history mm. than there is for Andy Reid being the best head coach in NFL history. So from that perspective, I would say it does more for Travis Kelsey. I mean, I think it's pretty definitive that all three of these guys, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Reid, worst-case scenario over the last 20 years in the NFL are top two in, at their respective jobs, Right. Worst case scenario, Mahomes is the second best quarterback. Worst case scenario, Kelsey's the second best tight end, Gronk being one. And worst case scenario, Reed is the second best head coach. It's from, I mean, they're top two literally at their respective jobs over the last 20 years in the NFL. That's how great those three are at their respective positions. You can say the same thing about Spags, too. As defensive coordinator? Yeah, probably. He may be one, right? Because New England won as much or more, obviously, than Kansas City, but they had multiple guys. This guy, Spagnuolo, has done it twice with, or two, with two different teams. Mm-hmm. He's been with the Giants and, obviously, the Chiefs now. Bobby in Pennsylvania watching on ESPNU. What's up, Bobby? All right, not too much. Um, I'm pretty sure on Friday, Evan and Canty um, on the ESPN uh, football shows, uh, the poll – and they were, and this show was second, and I think um, uh, there was another show that was first. And Michelle said she wasn't going to vote against Mahomes, but yeah. both of them said San Fran. They said, "Oh, they got all these Pro Bowls, and just like Baltimore, they had all those Pro Bowls, but they got smashed just like uh, 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 San Fran did yesterday." So I, they've been heaping a lot of praise up on Mahomes, but they got to uh, face up to the fact that. They were wrong yesterday. Yeah, Thank we should have. We should have listened to you. We should have listened to you. You've been right a lot about the Chiefs, except for one big thing. You did write them off as well. But once they started <laughs> playing in the playoffs, I said, "Uh oh, this is a train that's not going to be stopped." Yeah, and you were I, right. Listen, I, I can believe- t- I contend that San Francisco had the best players on the on the field yesterday. San Francisco had the better roster, but I've said this all the time: best players don't always make the best team. Best team always wins. Kansas City was the best team. San Francisco had the better players. They had seven All Pros. 
It's like I, I just don't understand why we why we have to get into this where I need you to admit that you were wrong. Listen, we thought the 49ers would win. Oh, I was wrong. Vegas had the 49ers favored. Yeah, we were wrong. Patrick Mahomes made us look like dummies again. Every time you doubt Patrick Mahomes, that's probably the position, the posture that you're going to be in. Made to look foolish. Why? Because he's made a mockery of the game of the NFL. Patrick Mahomes has made a mockery of the sport. It's a sport that's designed to have parity more so than any other major team sport that we watch in this country. You're supposed to have parity in the NFL. And it just doesn't matter with Patrick Mahomes because he's so freaking good. I'm glad you said that. It's probably not to go in depth with today, but I think that's one of the most ridiculous facades of parody in the NFL. You've had two teams dominate for 20 years. Sure, there's been slip-ins, but it's been Kansas City and New England for the last 20 years, basically. It's just re- it's ridiculous. EJ in San Antonio listening on 1250 uh, in San Antonio. Hey, fellas, man. Thanks for having me, man. Calling from 1250 a.m. here in San Antonio, but I just had a comment about the ghosts. You know, you had Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Who would you take? And at the end of the day, I love Tom Brady. He has a great brand over there in Colorado. However, if you had the game plan against Patrick Mahomes, there's nothing you can do to disrupt his skill set. Brady, you can say, we got a game plan. Make him uncomfortable in the pocket, and, and you can make a difference. And so that's my take on that. But I do see the only quarterback that's going to come out looking like a Patrick Mahomes is Sanders over there in Colorado. Just look for him. I think, Thanks, uh, I think saying Shador Sanders is going to be the next Patrick Mahomes is um, a little much, to say the least. I think Dion would say that that's a little much, to say the least. Is he good? Sure. But, I mean, I, I don't even think we can do what we've done with Caleb Williams. I no. think we've got to stop that, saying, oh, he could be like Mahomes. That's not, that's not fair to Caleb Williams. And I know that's the comp. We could say Caleb Williams' game is modeled after Patrick Mahomes, but we have to stop. Like, he's too good to compare anyone to. And I think we have, like, I know we're heading into draft season after this week, probably. I I don't think we could do the Caleb Williams Mahomes thing. I think that's too ridiculous. No, you're doing him a disservice. Yeah, it's not fair to him. It's really not fair to him. All right, coming up, uh, we will get back into some of the nonsense around the Super Bowl, some of the fun stuff around the Super Bowl. As um, well, there were a lot of celebrities there. There were some memes that came out of it. The commercials, the performances. We will get to that coming up. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Third Super Bowl in five years, back-to-back for Kansas City. CeCe made the point, the NFL claims they love to lean into parity. I counter that by saying, can the NFL really (laughs) say that? You counter my counter by saying, 
Well, just look at the last several years, right? I mean, you've got the Chiefs winning three championships in five years, but sprinkled in there, you got the Rams winning a chip. You, you've got uh, the Eagles winning a chip. I mean, so, I mean, there are teams that have been able to get the Bucks won a championship. You've got teams that have been able to get in the mix and compete for titles in the midst of two different dynastic runs between the Patriots and the Chiefs. So I guess that's the whole point. I said the sport is set up to have parity mm-hmm. because of how they work the draft system, because of how the salary cap is instituted, free agency. You can't retain all of your top talent. You just can't. And anytime you win a chip, teams are always trying to poach your players, your coaches. Mm-hmm. So to be able to have sustained success is more difficult in the NFL as opposed to the other major professional team sports that we watch. It's tougher to have a dynasty in football than it is in basketball or it is in baseball. So it just it, it feels like this is a, a, a different degree of difficulty. And for the Chiefs to be able to do what they're doing, and Mahomes specifically – I just think it's making a mockery of the sport because of how good they've been. Making a mockery of the sport. <laughs> it is. I mean, but they they kind of are. They I mean, are. This is their most vulnerable team to date, and it's no problem. Win another Super Bowl. Go back to back. You know what else I think about? How we talked about the Cowboys saying that they were tired on Friday. That was a conversation that we had. Imagine how tired somebody like Patrick Mahomes is or Travis Kelsey is, mm-hmm. who routinely goes this far into the playoffs year after year after year, and they still find a way. Yeah, I, I just look at it and I say that we've had back-to-back dynasties in the NFL, which is a crazy thing to think about. Mm-hmm. And I don't think if the NFL is claiming we want parity, we have all these rules in place, there's no draft lottery, it's bad teams, go one, et cetera, et cetera, that we want to find compensatory picks also kind of contributes to the attempt at parity. If we want to look at it that way and you have back-to-back dynasties – it's not working the way that they want it to work if they theoretically want a different champion every single year. I think it's more dynastic than it is not. Because even the teams you mentioned, the Eagles have gone twice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams, in this in this like 10-year period, the Rams went twice in a 10-year period. Bengals yeah. went once. Yeah, the Bucks. Bucks. See, this, the Bucks are tr- – oh, Bucks went twice now that I think about it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or, no, 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 no. They no, went no, once. They, they went, went once. once. Sorry, but – in my head, they're still part of the Patriots dynasty because yeah. it's Brady, right? I just kind of look at it and I say that it's more dynastic than not. All right, uh, anything else on that part of it? In terms of like, I guess no. we, we could sit there and argue it all day about parity in the NFL. The reality is if they're well, attempting here's to do the thing. it. Even if you don't think that the NFL has true parity, there's more parity in the NFL than there is in the other sports. Like you just think about like what like in baseball you can go out and spend through the nose and the luxury tax and buy the best players. Look at what the Dodgers are doing I was now. Say hello, Dodgers. Like, like, like the Dodgers. Hello, Mets last year. Yeah, exactly. It's just spend through the nose and pay the luxury tax. Who cares? Like we're gonna do it that way in basketball. Player empowerment. They the players dictate what happens and the teams and the roster constructions more than the front offices do. So if you're you know a player in the NBA and you want to create the next super team, you can do it. But the NFL is not set up that way where players have that type of mobility and you have the draft and you have free agency and you have franchise. Like you have all of these different mechanisms in place to provide parity. And the fact that Mahomes has been able to do this, even when he's losing, you know, all pro caliber players is just absolutely ridiculous. A stat to back up your point about other uh, sports that people probably don't even realize you know, three of the last four years in the NBA's Eastern Conference has been the same conference finals matchup? 
People don't even realize Boston and Miami have played three of the last four years. <laughs> Nobody even realizes that. They've played three of the last four years. All right, here we go. Uh, I have a bunch of questions I want to pepper at you guys about uh, some of the uh, non-football-ish stuff around the Super Bowl. Okay. All right, best celebrity sighting at the Super Bowl. There were a lot of them. I can give you a list Ooh. here. Jay-Z, Beyonce, LeBron, Draymond, Taylor Swift, obviously, Ice Spice, Blake Lively, Lady Gaga, um, Gwen Stefani, Blake Shelton, uh, Justin Bieber, best celebrity sighting at the Super Bowl. It's always going to be Beyonce for me. Yeah, Beyonce and Jay. Although I will say, Floyd Mayweather, and we, they didn't. I don't know if they showed him on the broadcast, but Floyd Mayweather dropped eight hundred fifty grand to get his own suite at the Super Bowl. Saying it was, it's cool to be. He didn't invi- even notice it was it's, out of his bank account. It's, either. it's cool to go out there and be invited to somebody's box. He's like, ah, oh, I much rather just have the people I want in my box. Let me go ahead and spend a cool eight hundred fifty thousand dollars on getting my own box. <laughs> Best meme from the Super Bowl. Um, I like the ones of Travis Kelsey shoving Andy Reid, but then they meme it with Taylor Swift lyrics. Nice, nicely done. Chris nice Jones enough. tears. Yeah, the Chris that was Jones, real. The Chris I love Jones that tears. stuff. Yeah, the anthem. Yeah, that was pretty good. Dora the Explorer explaining rules was pretty great. Dora, I don't even think I saw that. Where how did I miss well, that one? Yeah, it was the Nickelodeon broadcast. Yeah. Oh, you were watching that? I didn't watch that one. All right, best song that Usher sang. Yeah. Yeah, it was great because because of the cameos with exactly. Little John with Little John and um and Ludacris. That was great. Ooh, I you know what? I love the choreography. When he did You Don't Have to Call and he was dancing on the grass field. Like, I know it's not one of his best songs, but the performance of the song was absolutely amazing. What was he singing on roller skates? Whatever song he was singing when he was on the skates. The roller skates. <laughs> I can't remember, but whatever. Was. That was unreal. Sin- Sinatra, My Way Open on CBS. All time great, or I didn't even see it. You didn't see it, obviously, based on that look. I was trying to think. I think I might have been filling my plate at that time. Yeah, okay. I don't all right. think I see it. I don't think I oh, saw it. Oh, it was amazing. They had all the emotional things with all the players, thanking all the people that got them there, and they did Sinatra my way. It was tremendous. Go look for it if you haven't seen it. All right, uh, best thing. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to take that back on that Usher thing. The way that he did uh, my number one, this one's for you, and he was talking about his mama. To me, I thought that was dope. Like to work your mama into that and say, "This mama, was for we you. made it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That mama, was great. we made. It. That, was, that great. was pretty cool. Like that, that might not have been a song, but the way he transitioned that, he brought his mama into it, and then went to the song. I thought that was that was a moment. Great, your eating performance from yesterday. Ooh, fail, fail, fail. <laughs> it was a fail, epic fail. Why? Epic. I, you know, I got my favorite wings from my wing spot, Chick Chick. I went out and got the Ruby Rosa pizzas. I had, you know, I had a little salad just to make myself feel better about what I greens. was what I was about to do with the rest of my 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 evening. Did not touch one single wing and only had three pieces of pizza, three slices of pizza. What? I had two whole pizza pies and I had two dozen wings. Did not touch a wing and only had three slices of pizza. I am disappointed to say the least in my eating performance it was absolutely awful my, my eating performance might have been worse than Kyle Shanahan's game management yesterday and that's saying a lot yeah Wait. but you knew you were supposed to eat he didn't know he was supposed to kick off in that <laughs> yeah your plate management is sus I have to say You're very sus. how can you have the wings there and you don't eat I any d- of I them I don't know and, my, and, and Mel my wife looked at me straight she was like what, what is going on it's just like I'm not hungry she was like how can you not be hungry on Super Bowl Sunday I think I overdid it with the base building because mm. I had pancakes for breakfast yesterday, but breakfast wasn't really breakfast. It was more like brunch because yeah. it happened around 11, 30, 12. 
So I think that's what got me in trouble. That was still sitting on me. And then by the time the pizza and the wings got there, you know, I really wasn't, I, I really wasn't interested in it. Wow. So, that- yeah, that was a fail. That was a fail. I'm disappointed in myself. So my plate management was better than CC's. I diversified a little bit more. But I, I have to throw this out to you guys. I was talking with Damian Woody about this when he joined us earlier in the show. We were talking about it off air. There were no wings at the Super Bowl party I was at. They had pizza. They had a wide variety of dips. They had the pigs in the blanket, Chris Carlin style. There were meatballs. There were desserts. There were everything. Oh, but there no. were no wings. Oh, no. I would have been throwing more flags than the rest of the <laughs> Super Bowl last night. No way. You cannot go to a Super Bowl party and them not have wings. How are you, gonna have, how are you not going to have wings? You got the buffalo chicken dip, but you don't have wings? Correct. That is absolutely... That, that's well, that's a flag. That's a flag on the play. Okay, hold that's on. That's a flag. That's hold a flag. On. You're gonna have to respond to this then. I went early Sunday morning to this really good supermarket, like 15 minutes away from where I live. Not the go-to place, a different one, right? That's more of like they prepared foods. I had I got some wings. I decided to put them back and get buffalo chicken bites instead. I did a trade. What's wrong with you? Many things, but in this what, specific what was thing, the, what was the rationale? Were you I were you waiting for the third possession? I, I'm just trying to figure out what, like, walk me walk me through it. Okay, I'm gonna tell no you. excuses. Here's, here's the here's the thought process. I'm thinking, why am I buying wings from the supermarket? I didn't go to a wing place. I didn't have time to go to the wing place. I felt more comfortable buying the buffalo chicken bites from the supermarket than I did the wings from the supermarket. I don't know why. I should have just gone to a wing place. I did, but I think if you go to a wing place on Super Bowl Sunday, you have to order in advance. Mm. Yeah, probably. And I didn't do that. My go-to wing place is probably a half hour away from where I was. Mm. I had to go pick up my daughter somewhere. Very tricky spot. I didn't do a great job. I should have had the wings, and I've committed. Let's see if it works. To now today, starting to eat right. So I've I've kind of missed my wing window. Wow. I'm like I may be the Niners. Wow, that is that is. I'm 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 sad for you. Yeah, I'm sad for you because you had it in your mind. Yeah, I knew wings were the right. That move. you wanted the wings. He had it in you his knew, hand. You knew you knew it was the right call, and you just didn't send that in. You know what I? You know what you didn't I did? Send it into the huddle. You had the right call, didn't send it into the huddle. You know what this is? This is the Seahawks not giving the Baltimore Sean. That's exactly what this well, is. That is exactly what it is. You had the wings in your exactly. hand. No, and you it's let the worse. Buffalo bites intercept you at the goal line. You could have gone beast mode, and instead you threw the ball. It's actually worse. I know somebody that played on the undefeated Pats team, and they told me that moments before the, the game that they changed the entire game plan. They, they went, had one thing one way and then went the other way. In that scenario, they were at least attempting to go and, and get the ball in the end zone. I didn't attempt. I just changed the entire game plan right off the bat. B- bad job by me. Bad job all around. All right. Um, next one. Best commercial? Dunkings. Duncan Jonas. I, I will concede, you guys are right, but the Christopher Walken Usher one was right there with me for that. I think it was BMW. That was a pretty cool one to me. Also, Beyonce. Where it's like walk Christopher Walken going into the restaurant, walk in, Speaking no reservation. Like he speaks. He was funny. That was yeah, funny. Yeah. And Beyonce, obviously. And Beyonce, Verizon, the Verizon. Verizon. And, then, and then a music drop on top of that. Like, I'm dropping new music. Surprise. Through this Verizon Super Bowl commercial. By the way, as she's sitting at the game yeah. with Jay-Z and her family, yeah. just hanging out, looking forward. And the new music is going to be a country album. Wow. Right. Who, what can't she who, do? Was, who wow. was better, Post Malone or Reba McIntyre? Oh, wow. You're asking Ooh. me to pick between two people I love. Post was uh, good, I'm going to go thought. Post Malone. I thought yeah. he was good. I thought he was good, too. I'm going to go Post Malone. Okay. I love Post Malone. I think he is such a talent, but I got to go with my girl Reba, icon. Last one. I cannot believe that Smalls has not brought this up, and we're three hours and 42 minutes into the show. The Tommy DeVito commercial? Oh, very That's good. That's your guy. 
With Pizza Hut? Yeah. Very good. Okay. All right. He, he didn't bring it up with Best Commercial, so I don't know. Well, uh, do you, you think were... it was better than Dunkin's? No, I don't. I but asked you the love best Tommy commercial. DeVito. I, I didn't say rank Some, your top five. Something about that feels wrong, though. Why? Tommy Cutlets with Pizza Hut. Why? Something, something about that it's feels pizza. wrong. It's pizza. It's pizza, but it's like, it's, it's Pizza Hut. It's not New York style pizza. It's not New Jersey pizza. It's Pizza Hut. You know what feels a little bit wrong? But a third string quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, does, you know what doesn't feel wrong? The check that Tommy say, DeVito is getting for Pizza Hut. Get n- your money, Tommy Cutlets. Get your money, man. It's a national. So he goes from this to the Johnny Manziel <laughs> money <laughs> side. Exactly. The, third string checks. quarterback getting Super Bowl commercials. Well done by him. That's right. Wow. What a brand. Yes. What a brand. At least he's doing something. Didn't help my Giants with the draft pick, but that's neither here nor there. We're mm. unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. All right, time to win some money. Canty's best bet. Walking down the field, y'all. Chasing that bag, y'all. Of the night. (laughs) Ah, yes. It's time for the best bet, the play of the night. Uh, so we're going to go to the association, the NBA. We got the Nuggets paying a visit to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. I don't know if you're paying attention. Things haven't been necessarily going swimmingly for the Bucks, although they did have a nice win over the weekend. Doc on the hot seat? Uh, I don't think he's going to be on the hot seat, but I, I don't think that they're, the organization might be on the hot seat with Giannis, but that's to be determined another day. But we're going to actually go with this game, and we're going to take the Nuggets Fresh off of being embarrassed on Friday night by the Sacramento Kings. We're going to take the Nuggets on the money line in this game. So the Nuggets to win. And we're going to take Jokic over 11.5 rebounds. That nice little two-leg parlay pays out at plus 220. So a little bit of juice. Get your week off. Get your week started off right. There we go. That's the play tonight. He survived a terrible, terrible moment in our history. The most unsportsmanlike moment of the day. That was terrible. Was not a great look. Well, I don't know that Kyle Shanahan should get the unsportsmanlike moment of the day for what he did in overtime, but maybe in not uh, not kicking off in overtime. But we'll give you some fun ones. So uh, ESPN NFL analyst Ryan Clark was on SportsCenter last night with Scott Van Pelt. These are moments that are different, funny, weird, whatever you want to say, quirky, that uh, we have fun with to uh, end our show before we hand it off to Greeny coming up at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So Ryan Clark had a superhero comparison for Patrick Mahomes. 
You know, if Patrick Mahomes was a superhero, he'd be Batman because he has that dad bod, right? And he makes all the people at home feel like this isn't that difficult because Batman was just a regular man who chose yep. to be a vigilante, but he had a utility belt. And in that utility belt, he had all kinds of gadgets and gadgets that could get the job done. That's what Patrick Mahomes has. Okay. Admittedly, I am not an expert on superheroes, okay? Spider-Man's my, my go-to. I love Spider-Man. Wouldn't Mahomes be Superman? Isn't that more Mahomes? Do we have any? I feel like Pat's probably a superhero expert. Are no, you, Pat? But Javante loves the comparison between Mahomes and Batman because Batman's his favorite superhero. Javante? Oh, that is false. Do not listen to that this guy. False. It's not <laughs> false. It's true. <laughs> and I take these lies. Do, do we have any superhero experts? None of you guys well, back there? No, not me, obviously. No, I'm not a superhero <laughs> expert at all. But... I mean, he said part of it was that he has the dad bod. I yeah. thought I thought Bruce Wayne was jacked. I thought Batman was jacked. That's what I thought. So he's like Fat Thor. No, it's just super. Isn't Superman like just he goes into the phone booth and just becomes who he is, and then all of a sudden, you know, Clark Kent goes to Superman. Am I getting this right? Isn't that Mahomes? First three quarters of the game, it's like fine, whatever, and it's like okay, my turn now. And now I become Superman and I win this game. Well, anyway Batman possible. has the Batcave, doesn't he? He can switch gears that way, right? So he's in Batmobile. the Batcave for the first yeah, three yeah, quarters. Batmobile, yeah. So does We're it make really Andy Reid Alfred? <laughs> that way, who? Travis Kelsey? Well, I don't know. Doesn't he have the? Is it oh, Alfred, Alfred? Alfred, the yeah. guy that like sex? So him Alfred for is Andy Reid, and then Robin is Travis Kelsey. Maybe. Okay, I could I could go along with that comparison. You know what I think? I is- mean, the utility belt. I mean, we saw Patrick Mahomes with his shirt off. He's got the utility belt part down. <laughs> And that guy can beat you any which way. Unbelievable. Well done. You found a way to not comment on that. I'm very impressed. But I got the visual. Um, but you know what else I have a visual of? Cece said earlier that the Chiefs suck out the souls of opposing oh, teams and the fan bases. So for the right Harry out. Potter fans out there, oh, what, boy. wouldn't that make now them I'm really lost. dementors? Yes. Because yes. they float around and they just suck your soul yes, out. That's exactly so the Chiefs are dementors. Yeah. Of course, whatever that means. I never saw any of the Harry Potters. No, none no, of them? no. Well, what were wow. you doing? Okay. I don't like any any movie or show that's not realistic. Like from a like you, like in modern times, I can't watch a non modern times kind of show. And nine hundred two one zero was realistic at right? the time. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, but, but I'm saying like, is pop around school and kick it with the principal. <laughs> I did. <laughs> that Zach Morris could just be making a mess of everything all the time. And you don't never think get you trouble. can freeze people in real life when you want to look at the camera? I'm just saying it, it was in contemporary times. 90210 was absolutely in contemporary times. Harry I'm Potter pretty sure time. Harry Potter's set in like 1994. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Pat. Really? Yes. Hogwarts. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Because there's a great meme that's like, man, it's crazy that no one at Hogwarts is ever like, you guys see this run the Bulls are on? Hmm. <laughs> that's pretty funny. 94, well, they, were, they didn't they, win. They're so. in Europe, I'm so fair. Yeah. You know All right. I mean? um, Post game, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and Travis Kelsey uh, were on with, with um, Chris Berman and Booger McFarlane. And Travis Kelsey said something that is, to me, so funny and so, like, amazing to think about. If he actually was thinking about this, let's take a listen. Well, how about that run? Oh, my gosh. How about that guy? run? <laughs> there he is. What's up, baby? Congrats again, baby. We keep on fighting. Oh, man. Oh, 
having such a good time. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. You already know. What? That's, all, that's, all, that's, all, that's all I had going on in my head when Pat kept running was, what? Oh, Pat Mahomes can't play on the road. Yeah. We got we to go up against the juggernaut of the MVP. Yeah. And we heard it all, baby. All we did was just circle those wagons. I just love that. That's so cool. <laughs> Mahomes is running and he's just like, Chris Berman, whoop. Like he's actually thinking That's that. So good. He's got Travis Kelsey. Uh, sorry, he's got uh, Taylor Swift in the luxury suite with his brother, who's going to be a Hall of Fame player. He's about to win a third Super Bowl and always thinking about it. Whoop. That's awesome. In though. that moment. But is there any other better way to describe it, though, when no. Patrick Mahomes is running? Like it just—it looks like he should be tackled. It looks like everybody should catch him, but he just—he finds a way. Like there was one on a third down where he's scrambling, and under normal circumstances, every quarterback would slide. But he puts his head down, and you're thinking, "Oh, there's three San Francisco 49ers defenders. They're going to tackle him short of the first down." And the guy actually lowers his shoulder, powers through it, and, make, and gets the first down. Like that's the play. Like you've got Eric Armstead right there. You've got a couple other guys that are making that play. And he just powers through it and gets the first down. I just he has this uncanny ability to be able to step up and make plays when his team needs it the most. That will be, in my opinion, ten years from now. When we think back to this Super Bowl, the most forgotten part of this Super Bowl will be Patrick Mahomes running. I don't think we're ever going to remember that unless we like really rewatch the game or focus in. Even setting up the field goal to cut it to ten six, we will remember Mahomes winning his third, Kelsey and, and Reed winning their third. We'll remember Kyle Shanahan blowing it. I don't know what we're going to remember about Purdy because we kind of got to see what happens the rest of the way with him. We will never remember his running, and that was such a huge part of it. Here's the thing. Patrick Mahomes led the Chiefs in rushing, and Isaiah Pacheco had 18 rush attempts. <laughs> he, yeah. Mahomes led the team in rushing. Pacheco had 18 carries in the game yesterday. I thought he was a little off after the fumble. Yeah, he might he might have yeah. been, but I'm just saying, by sheer volume, you would think that yes. you know, Pacheco would be the leading rusher. No, it was the quarterback. You're like, okay, you guys can't do it. I'll do that as well as throw the football. No problem. Because I'm that good. No problem. I got you. They did it back-to-back. They've won three in five years. Mahomes averaged 7.3 yards on the ground, 7.2 yards in the air. He's going to get a first down every two plays he touches the ball, basically, is what it comes down to, or does something with the ball. Just a remarkable accomplishment for arguably the greatest player, maybe the second greatest player of all time. Greeny is coming up next. We are on to Tuesday. We're on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.